it's gonna be something. All right, episode two. This is our first ever episode two. That we've never done. Now <laughs> we always we always get caught up after episode one, but we've got episode two here. I'm back with David. Today we got top sporting events. Last week we did the top ten movies ever mm-hmm. that we've ever seen, and I feel like we we didn't necessarily agree on every movie, but I feel like we appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate. It. That's a perfect term. Like we both kind of got the movies. We both really yeah. understood the lists. There's going to be a lot a, more differences it's gonna be, today. It's going to be different today. <laughs> There's going to be a ton more differences today. So we're going our top ten sporting events kind of on most anticipated or just like what is the biggest to us and there are there's going to be a lot of variety here I yeah, think. We're, we're literally like the opposite of like we are both massive yeah. sports fans but just the opposite yes like yeah. i'm i'm football basketball all day you're yeah. hockey baseball yeah soccer like you like soccer a lot more than i do but then it's I like soccer, so maybe that's the closest to overlap. And yeah, like, I'll watch baseball. You'll you'll watch something like you do fantasy. You'll you're yeah. watching basketball, but like, as far as big sports, we're literally just the opposite. So it'll be interesting. I know. I have a feeling. I think I know what your number one is going to be, but we'll have to see. We'll have to wait and find out. Yeah. Um, do you want to start today, or do you want me to start? I can start. All I right. Start. All right. We'll go. Uh, We'll just do this. I think the last time worked well. We'll just go 10 and then I'll do 10, 9 and then we'll just go back and forth. Let's go. All right. So, what's your 10? All right. The uh, sporting, like, and what we define as event, like, we're just kind of running with it. So there'll be a range, which I think will be the same mm-hmm. for you, of what I classify as an event, right? Yep. Why, why I categorize things the way I do. So, number 10, something I'm pretty confident will not be on your list Duke versus UNC basketball. Whoa. Yeah, so here's the thing. thing. UNC has always been my favorite college team. I I haven't been a huge college basketball guy for most of my life. In the past couple years, I've gotten way more into it where I'm at like I have UNC basketball notifications on my phone, that sort of thing. I'm watching watching every game if I can. Um, So, A, I think it's the best rivalry in sports. If you factor in close proximity to each other, the hatred for each other, the iconic teams in both, right? Like Roy Williams versus Coach K, like the iconic people in it, and the career records. I don't know the number off the top of my head, but in the last like 40 years, it's about like five, both teams are like 500 against each other. And I think they're like, even like the points, like total points scored, is like within a hundred or something. It's like crazy how competitive it is. Um, so I think it's the best rivalry in sports. And as someone that has been getting more and more into college basketball uh, and UNC being my favorite team, those games, like they play twice, but it's always the last game of the season is against Duke. Like those games are just electric. And so I always feel like I circle it on the calendar. Um Wow, biggest, not biggest, expecting that. Biggest curveball you'll probably get from me, but wow. Duke UNC is what I got at number 10. Wow. All right. I mean, that is always a big game on the calendar. Absolutely. I, I don't know that I would say it's the biggest rivalry in sports. There's probably a few. Like what, though? Like what? Like there's some soccer ones, dude, that are. Okay, like, I'm talking American sports. All right. American maybe, sports, maybe. maybe it's up there. 
I mean, Red Sox Yankees is a classic one, of course, but that's a definitely one that's that's very fan driven. Yeah. Um, and, and it's up there. It's I'll give yeah. you that. It's up there. I, I'd, I, I'd I say, am so surprised by that. Yeah, I, I knew you would be. I'd say it's got to be the best. Well, I should. I, I think it's definitely the best college rivalry in my mind. The only one that compares is uh, Ohio State Michigan football, mm-hmm. but the difference there is that one has been pretty much like pretty lopsided in our life. Yeah. Like Michigan is, I, we could count on one hand the number of times Michigan beat Ohio state in our lifetime. Yeah. Uh, Michigan stinks. Let's put yeah. that out there. And I think there was a chunk <laughs> of time where Michigan dominated it before our lifetime. I could be wrong. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a college football. I think expert, you're probably but it's like right. The, it's not even the hatred is there and it's iconic in that way, but the um, competition is not. So that's why I considered UQNC best college rivalry. That's fair. Yeah, that's that's always a big game. Okay, I'm a little I'm a little, a little rattled. Right now. I'm a little bit rattled. I will tell you right now, I don't have anything like that on my list. That's okay. I don't have I, anything. I, I two teams that that just did not even. There was when I was preparing for this, I was thinking about you know some curveballs you could throw. How could you kind of not necessarily loopholes because it's not like there's rules or anything, right. but kind of like all right, what's something that's kind of outside the box and. Even while I was thinking of that, something like Duke UNC or Red Sox Yankees, for example, did not even come to my mind. I know the reason. So, so I, I don't have anything else like this on my list. The reason it like qualified and I did it was just because they play every year, yeah, two times, and one of the games is always the last of the season. So it's like a consistent. You know, what I'm saying like, yeah, I get that. Red Sox Yankees they play a bunch every year, right? right. Or you know, if in like. NFL, you can't do. I mean, you could do divisional, but it just yeah. The no, that's a, it's all, it's a yeah. good pick. Solid so, pick. All right, you're number ten. Man, all right, you caught me Let's off go. guard there. I know. Oh I'm, man, a goal. my number ten. I don't know if you'll have this on here because I feel like even just among the general population, I value this higher than a lot of people. Okay. It's the Winter Olympics. Okay. Now, after we recorded last week, I mentioned to you that this would be really high on my list if nhl players were playing it but yeah we also discussed we're talking as of right now right and as of right now there's no reason for me to be excited about the hockey side of the winter olympics other than i like hockey so it kind of is standing on the fact that it is the olympics and i'm a big like historical value guy when it comes to sports i love Mm -hmm. international competitions Mm -hmm. Uh, I love the curling at the Olympics. I love uh, what else is there at the Winter Olympics? <laughs> I love the sledding. The bob sledding is great. Um, yeah. But the main event for me is hockey when the NHL players are there. So mm-hmm. for them to slow- not be there, it slides into my number ten just because every it's every four years and it's the Olympics. Yeah. But if hockey players were there, it would probably be up in the top three. Is is hockey still the biggest event of the Winter Olympics for you without the NHL players? Um, not not as mu- not as much as it would be uh, if it's like a interesting like it wouldn't, it wouldn't game. Be close. No, if it no if it, if it's players. an interesting game, I'll watch it now. But before, if the NHL players are there, I'll probably if it's I mean when it was in Russia, right, like right, right. it was on in the morning. It doesn't matter who's playing. It could have been Germany and like Latvia. I'd throw it on because it's the best that Germany has versus the best that Latvia has. And it's just not that way anymore. So hopefully they get that back, but it can only be 10 for me. 
do you really think that you think the NHL should like take a break like the Premier League will do with the World Cup this this winter? Like you yeah. think they should take a break and let them go play? Yeah, it's only two weeks. Um, and I mean, it means is it only two weeks? Yeah, the Olympics is only two weeks. That's, yeah, it's really not that? that bad. I was gonna say it's gonna end like it would make the season end a lot yeah. later, mess up the offseason. Two weeks isn't that bad. Yeah, I mean, it, basically, what they used to do is they would just get rid of the All Star break, um, which is it's obviously not as much, but they just wouldn't have an All Star game in Olympic years. And then I think they, I think they get like a three week break because they get like a week sort of on yeah, on either side sort of thing. Um, but it doesn't it doesn't affect the season that much. It's They've not, done no. it. The only problem is injuries. Guys have gotten injured there before, and I completely get that. But it's, I mean, mm. it's it's tough. Like, for example, Connor McDavid has never played at the Olympics. Mm. And it's a big legacy thing for players now because since they started being allowed to, they, there's this triple gold thing, mm-hmm. and it's Stanley Cup. Olympic gold medal and a uh, world championship gold medal, which is just like a secondary competition kind of every year. Sure, sure, sure. And if guys aren't going to the Olympics, they can't get that. Yeah. And it's like, that's like a big, that's a big deal when someone does achieve that. So right. I don't know. It's, it's, it's not like there is another premier international competition that is regular and has history behind it. Like the Olympics do. So yeah, I would, I would like to see them go. But yeah, I can only only go in at number ten for me. All right, all right. My number nine is man. This one, this one scraped in. I will say, but I think it does deserve a spot. It's the College World Series. Ooh, and I'm a sucker for college sports. Not as much as I used to be. There, there was a point in my life where if I was if I was watching TV and I saw anything with a college in front of it, unless there was like a Red Sox game or a Bruins game or something like that, I was putting it on or watched college swimming, college gymnastics, call it like anything college. I've, I've even watched college chess before it. I just love collegiate sports because I love the ranking system. And I love that there is still the aspect of playing in your conference and then going to these national tournaments and playing teams that you have never seen before that you have not played in six years. You have no idea what it's going to take. The SEC Mm -hmm. is coming. They're bringing their stuff. The ACC is bringing their stuff. You know, it's, it's just completely different styles. And as a baseball guy, the college world series is awesome. I hope to maybe go out to Omaha one day because it's probably just an insane atmosphere. Um, The only thing that kind of makes it hard to follow is that the structure is so crazy, but I also kind of like that because it's a completely unique structure. Like no other college sport really does it like they do. I love the College World Series. Interesting. There you go. I have literally like never watched the College World Series. I could not name a single team that's won it in the last 10 years. (laughs) Um but I get that that would be on there for you. So. Hey, that's 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 the beauty of. Whereas last week we had maybe fifteen things, we're gonna have yeah. close to twenty different things on here. We I, might overlap gonna, a little bit, but I was gonna say you got two that if I made top twenty, probably wouldn't make it on. Yeah. So there you go. But all right, <laughs> all right, my number nine. So I texted you the other day. I told you I had my list on. Then yeah. a day later, I texted you. I said I, I have a new one. Yeah. This was the one. Okay. I was on Facetime with a friend. I was talking about it. And he asked me, he's like, what a, like, assuming that this would be high on my list, totally didn't even think about putting it on there. But it's here, number nine, 
It's Christmas Day basketball. Okay. Okay. This this is good. For me, at least, this used to be a big deal, and it has gotten significantly worse. Yeah. So, because of the jerseys, is probably what you used to love, right? Yes. (laughs) They they uh, they they make a big deal out of Christmas Day games every year, and it starts at like noon, and then it's like noon until one in the morning. There's there's one like well there's some overlap, but there's basketball game happening. Um, and it's just something about it. Like it just, Christmas is such a great holiday. And then for me going, watching the games, I used to love what they did with the jerseys, which obviously is not the same, but it's still basketball and I love it. And it's always like such good matchups. Like it's, what are there? Six games, maybe I have to like six ish games of just like great matchups. Um, like this year at the Warriors and Grizzlies are going to be playing. They, that this is something that stemmed from like beef that's been going on for a while. Like they make these the marquee matchups. There was a time in my life where my favorite team was playing on Christmas. It's been a while since that's been the case because they're not good enough to make it. But I love Christmas Day matchups. They're just so fun to watch. I I can like remember being I don't know how young, probably young, but like the the Celtics and Magic were playing one time and just like loving it. I was probably like eleven or twelve or something like that. Like. I love Christmas Day matchups. I love the full slate of NBA games on a holiday. Just love it. Just the love the it. NBA is the closest real sport to the WWE just based on the fact that they will rig the schedule for stuff. Like, like no other sport does this, really, where opening day you'll have, like, Bucks and Celtics or, like, you know what I mean? Like, they those make matchups. it. Yeah, they Christmas make it. Day, they'll be like, all right. Uh, let's let's set it up so that we have who we want to like everyone else just kind of yeah, makes yeah. schedules the nba which is a credit to that like i don't know why the other sports don't do saying, this. I, don't, I don't know why you wouldn't like, um it, it's you're a gonna, good you're thing play the, right like you're guaranteed to play this team yeah might as well put it on like a prime time prime do you remember time. the commercials they used to have too oh yes the, the, some of the so, nba christmas commercials were great back in the day man so good i remember when yeah. i learned some of them were fake it like broke my heart like for <laughs> yeah. real broke my heart yeah like the one where they're shooting and yeah. the, the jingle bells the one i i really believe like they all shot it on time and all <laughs> i kind of i just figured the that they just took a ton of takes i know it's just yeah. they had the dribbling one which is pretty yep. cool yep um and it was like an advertisement for the jerseys as well as mm-hmm. just that used to be so cool, but yeah, I do think they they definitely have made it less of a spectacle recently, which is which is unfortunate because it, yeah. when they have the new jersey, and I don't understand why that is because Nike loves making jerseys as we've seen. I know. <laughs> Maybe their ratings just weren't what they wanted for Christmas. Who knows? Maybe. Like, you know what it probably was those short sleeve jerseys. <laughs> Once they brought in the short sleeve oh, jerseys, so bad. oh my gosh! I feel like that they were towards the end, right? Yeah, I'm. I get confused on what was when um, short sleeve jerseys because there's this time where the like teams had short sleeve jerseys. Yeah, after the like, Christmas, remember the, I think. the second LeBron Cavs run, mm-hmm. they had a navy blue short sleeve jersey that they wore yeah. more than anything on the road. Yeah. Um, like I think the 2016 finals, they wore that yeah, jersey like two or three. Yeah, times. the block is in that jersey, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, so. It was a thing for a while. The Thunder had a white short sleeve jersey for a little bit, but yeah, hey, all right. I st- I still love it. The matchup. Yeah, that's fair. Full slate of basketball. All right, fair enough. All right, all right. What's your eight? Eight. This is one that I'm assuming we will overlap. Okay. It's the World Series. 
Okay, yeah, I have that on here somewhere. I, I was gonna say sort I of, sort of. Uh, I have a variation. Okay, okay. Um, so, I mean, I'm surprised this is on your list, to be honest. So, so this is this is my thing. It's like I do like baseball a lot, right? Like basketball, football are by far like those are the two sports I love. Like I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. I still really like baseball. Like I love going to Red Sox game. I'm like I'm a big. I consider a very legitimate big Red Sox fan. Like right. I'm consistently paying attention throughout the season as much as I might not watch a ton, but I'm, a, I'm aware of how they're doing the whole year. I'm aware of players that are getting injured, things like that. Um, and I will, there's, there's like something romantic about playoff baseball and like world series baseball that I can really appreciate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like, I, I, we've been lucky enough that I've watched the Red Sox win a couple world series and so, like watching them win that, I like it's it's a really just great experience. I can like remember being freshman in college, yeah. watching them play the Dodgers. Watching I can remember being with my dad game six against the Cardinals twenty thirteen. Um, I can remember the craziness of was it game three, the one that had an insane ending where yeah, metal books yeah, game the guy. three, game three. Like I remember that the heartbreak like the even the non-red Sox ones right the cardinals rangers 2011 sort of had some oh nelson cruz dude <laughs> some tough uh, i think were you the me. one that told me that story about how he was getting ready for the celebration and something taking like steps towards the infield and then they hit it over his head something like that yeah. i think you were the one that told, i think you'd seen that somewhere and then you told me about that and that was, that's, is, one of the, uh, that's still to this day one of just like a cra- like crazy kind almost sad kind of thing like because you can't you understand where he's like ugh. yeah and then and uh and he was crazy that playoffs right where he had like yeah. seven home runs or something he was on yeah like that ten. that era of the rangers was when he kind of was like people started to recognize nelson cruz right um, and obviously we had the significance with the Rangers Cardinals <laughs> matchup for us back as 12 year olds playing MLB the show all the time. Oh, man. And so I, I watched that world series, like every game of that world series on YouTube at one point, even like after. So the world series is just like baseball is definitely not my favorite sport, but I can appreciate like the world series in October. Like, do you think there's something to do with the fact that we're it's gearing up for playoff baseball now? Like is that? Um, Cause, no, because you I, get I, you do get like that sometimes when stuff gets so, in season, you kind of no, get not, on it. There's no doubt that every summer I go through a spurt where I'm like a huge baseball fan, <laughs> and it's like I love baseball as much as anybody else in the world, and it lasts a short time. Um, but I I think I would put this list. I would put okay. this on my list any time of year because I can appreciate. Like I I know I do love baseball, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, to to an extent, so. I, I, it would feel wrong to not have the World Series on there. Fair enough. All right. I appreciate that as a baseball fan myself. There you go. There you go. Um, my number eight is the NCAA hockey tournament. Okay. <laughs> the Frozen Four. Not just the Frozen Four, though. The whole, the whole thing, thing because the, yeah, yeah. the NCAA hockey tournament is great because there's only 16 teams in. So part of what makes it so great is kind of – figuring out who's going to make it in. And then because it's only 16 teams, everyone in there has a chance to win the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Some of the other tournaments that I'm sure we're going to mention later, 
you know some teams aren't going to win it. As much as you'd love to dream that they might, they're not going to. Sure. The NCAA hockey tournament, there is occasionally a four seed in the region, so whatever it four, is, 13 yeah, sure, through 16, sure. that will have a strong first game, and, you, and they can legitimately make a run at the whole thing. You only got to win four games to win the whole thing. Yeah. So it, it's pretty cool tournament. Obviously, I love hockey, and there's something different about non-pro hockey, the way that it's played. It's just a lot more skill, a lot more finesse than than the pros, even though the skill level is not as high. It's just the, the sure, style sure. that they play. Um, so I'm sure this one is not on your list. I'm, I would, that would be correct, yeah. It, it would, would be, be the most shocking. It would be more shocking than the Duke-UNC thing if this was on your list. But Yeah, no, um, I've, I've never watched yeah, this is one that I just I, I just want to throw in. I also have great memories. I've grown up, I love BC. Um, so I had great memories just watching them win a few times. Uh, there's been some crazy, crazy games that just are imprinted on my memory. There was a crazy BU win, um, crazy Providence win over B. Like there's just been some crazy finals, and yeah. it's always a great time with the crowd. And and we'll probably talk about it a little bit later. But I mean, playoff hockey is just is just incredible. So I had to get, I had to find a spot for it. I respect it. Makes sense for you. Uh, Number seven is, if I'm correct, I'm not correct. We'll get to one later. Number seven is the Winter Classic. Oh, much like we were saying with playoff baseball and how there's just something a little bit different about it. The Winter Classic is just, there's just something majestic about it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's true. It has lost a little bit of its novelty with the fact that it's now been around for, you know, over 10 years, um, as well as the fact that they have other outdoor games. Outdoor. But to Red me, City the Winter Classic is still just the premier outdoor game. The vintage jerseys are great. Uh, I would love to see them spread it around the league a little bit more. They, they have kind of dipped back into the well a lot. I mean, the Bruins are going about to play in their fourth one, if I'm not mistaken, but they it's just... wear the yellow, those yellow jerseys? No, that's a that new one, one every time. time. Oh. Yeah, okay, so cool. they're, they'll are they have their fourth vintage uh, Winter Classic jersey. Um, I loved that yellow one. Yeah, I, I do own all three. Okay. Um, <laughs> so jersey hopefully, guy. hopefully I'll get the fourth one. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping they go with something brown this year. Uh, it's at Fenway again. But, um, yeah, it's just something – and it's the, – the thing about the Winter Classic that at first it wasn't going to have a spot on here, but it's one day a year. So it's something that you can look forward to. It's not something, you know, in the rest of the season you're going to play teams multiple times. The Winter Classic is a one-time thing. Even if the Bruins are playing at one p- – which is another thing that they've kind of messed up recently. They'll have other games on that day. It used to be the only one, I, I think. Um, so – even if there's an, a Bruins game on at one or another important sporting event on at one or something, I'll tune into the Winter Classic, even if it's not my favorite teams, because mm-hmm. it's just such a, a spectacle. Yeah. Sure. That's that's a good one. I, I like that. Yeah. It's definitely not on my list, but I do I do yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's just something about, like, the history of hockey. Like, it's just such a – and the other thing is it's such a unique – no other sport can really do that with the same effect. Baseball's kind of right. tried with the field of dreams, but it's not like kids grew up in a cornfield. Like pretty much any kid that has played hockey 
has played on a pond at some point. So right. it just like brings you back to that. Yeah. Yeah. The only, if you could somehow play like an NBA game on like a street court outside, yeah, that's Rucker the Park. only thing that could someone <laughs> do it. But it like, yeah, you like, you can fit 20, or I mean, not 20, but tens of thousands of fans. And at the winter classic, right. You're not going to, there's not an outdoor basketball location that's no. going to fit enough, but it's a good one. All right. My number seven, this is another one that I am assuming I'll be shocked if we're not overlapping. It's a World Cup. Okay, yep, that's on there somewhere. So I am a not nearly as big a soccer fan as you are. Uh-huh. Um, depending on the time of year, I will think soccer is a good sport or like I'll <laughs> find it horribly boring. But the World Cup is one of those things that like every year when it, every four years when it comes around, that time of year it's different this year but normally it's in the summer when there's not other sports that I am super into going on and I just kind of get really invested in it uh I've had the unique experience of watching the world cup with a foreign exchange student rooting for another country that was actually had a chance at winning it and so kind of being with them and seeing the way they view soccer in that country and how important like France winning was to them uh that kind of added a whole level of appreciation for it um so it's just you'll dive deeper into why the world yeah. Cup is great. <laughs> but um I, it's it's just such a such a special for every four years international tournament really cool so yeah I had a feeling that was going to be on your list. I, that was one that I thought that we would overlap on for sure because yeah. we've talked about it before. And I know right. we talked about it, um, at what the spectacle of it. And, yeah, it's yeah. it's a special event for sure. Yeah. All right. My number six, opening Sunday for the NFL. Huh. As okay. someone that loves football, absolutely loves the Patriots, there's just something about when it comes around and it's one o'clock on a Sunday and I'm watching a bunch of football and I just get to sit back and there's games all day that I just love. Like they got the primetime games on, you know, Sunday night football is iconic. Thursday night football is really fun because it's like that midweek start, start the NFL week. There's special stuff about each slot, but the one o'clock slot just like, Brings back memories of being a kid, watching the Patriots at one o'clock because that's when most of their games are. It's just yeah. the best to me. And the season is so short in the NFL, and there are so few games that when it comes back around, there's just more anticipation with it, right? Like, I'm excited basketball starting soon, but I can also recognize that I cannot watch a ton for the first two months of the season, and I still can watch. Right my team plays 60 games and then the playoffs take two months like there's so the season is so long when it's so short and so condensed and only a few games it coming back around the excitement is just unique with it okay and is so there anything think, does it does it take away at all that the sunday is not the opening day of the season though Eh, like like having like how much better would it be if the one o'clock games were that was the that the season started like how that thursday game kind of stinks i would i would love it but i mean i get what the nfl is doing the thursday game it's the super bowl champion from the previous year 
playing. Um, and there's something like when the Patriots would win a Super Bowl, it was cool when the Patriots are playing on that Thursday night and they're doing their like banner reveal and there's mm-hmm. nothing else in the football world happening. This is the first game they're unveiling the Super Bowl championship they just won. So I kind of get it. Like, yeah, there, there is something cool about that. But it's the full day of games that really just it's one o'clock, like I come home from church, had my lunch like I love it. It's just okay. so good. So that's why the opening Sundays, there's something something unique about it for me. <laughs> yeah, that is nowhere near my list. <laughs> yeah, I knew like, it wouldn't be. I like there is when I was making my list, I had I wrote down just anything I could think of basically yeah. and then ranked and then numbered them all. That did not even come anywhere near entering my brain to go on the paper. I did. I <laughs> make sense to me. Yeah. So that's all right. Do Christmas basketball? No, no. Okay. So I'm, I'm guessing I'm three of five. You didn't even consider. Uh, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right. Okay. Um, my number six is the summer Olympics. So it's, it's gone down for sure recently, but when we were kids, the Summer Olympics was must-watch TV. I mean, because we had prime Michael Phelps, prime Usain Bolt, just going for gold medals all the time. And it, it seemed like one of them was always on every night for some reason, I guess, because they did so many events and won so many events. But it, it seemed like for that two weeks, the Olympics were the biggest thing in the world, and it does not seem like that is the case anymore. They're still, I mean, people still care about it. People still tune in, but especially the last two, this last summer and the last winter ones, it just seems like the hype hasn't really been there for it. But for me, I still love the spectacle of it. Like I said, with the winter, a lot of that stuff also rings true with the summer. It's just, it's for a lot of sports. It's the premier competition. Winning an Olympic gold is the best thing that you could ever do in a lot of these sports. So I just think it's so cool to watch the best of the best from all around the world all come and all compete. And and kind of like I was saying with the college sports earlier, it's kind of a cool thing when you see like the Americans show up and the Canadians show up or the Jamaicans show up and they're good at these things and the Americans dominate yeah. these things. And then like China dominates diving every year. Or, like they all, a lot of these countries have, stuff that they are good at pretty much every year and so it's cool to watch that and see kind of like who's the next star in this sport gotcha it's the olymp <laughs> like the olympics are just iconic like they're yeah. huge i just could not care less to be I was honest say, like, I, don't, I, I didn't think you were a big olympics guy i i just don't find it i don't know i don't enjoy the sports like i yeah, I, that's I, fair. I i get why it's a huge deal to a lot of people I, if I could go, uh, Olympics could come by. I don't watch a single second <laughs> of the Olympics and I would be fine. It's a, it's a weird one for me because there's the spectacle of it. And then there's the actual sport, like the biggest sports that, that you'll watch that, you know, Michael Phelps is in like swimming, gymnastics, uh, running. Those aren't necessarily my favorite ones, but they all are also sometimes the ones that I'll watch the most be, because it's a, a giant spectacle, but like mm-hmm. team handball you don't really get to watch that a lot except for the Olympics. And that sport is awesome. Water polo is awesome. is hilarious. You just watch people try to drown each other for like an hour. So I, I totally get 
why some people don't like it, but for me, it's just, it'll always be big. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, my, all right. Yeah, my, my thing with the Olympics is like all the sports, they're either sports that if it wasn't a worldwide competition, I would mm-hmm. never watch. Like yeah. sprinting, swimming, I would never watch. And then the sports that I would watch regardless, like basketball, soccer, yeah. hockey, they're not. That's not a big like, thing. Yeah. NHL players aren't playing um, hockey, soccer, like the World Cup, way above the Olympics. Right. You know, Euros. Like, there's times where a lot of the best players aren't playing in the Olympics. I think. Yeah. And then basketball is just at a point where it's like it's just a waste of time because the U.S. is going to win and it's not going to be close. So yeah, it would have been like, cool to grow up a little bit earlier when basketball was a little bit more of a competition. Because, um, I mean, like, the dream team obviously was created because there was a loss. The NBA players came in. That would have been incredible to watch, yeah. even though they dominated. Um, and then, like, 2008, right. the men's team, the redeemed team that came together because they had just lost. So that happened in our lifetime. But, I mean, 2012, waste of time. Like, they killed yeah. everybody. 2006, right. like, it just – last year was the most interesting because they lost games at the beginning and people were like – oh, the U.S. is, is this it? Like, they're going down. And then they went on run. They won easy. It's like, no. Yeah. So, And like I said, it's definitely gone down recently. Like, if we had done this when we were 8 years old or 12 years old, sure. even, like, it would have been a lot list. higher because of some of the – and even, like, all these weird sports that are in it now, like three-on-three basketball, I don't understand why that's in the Olympics. Yeah. Um, It's just – it's getting a little strange. So I had to throw it yeah. a little lower. But just for the – historical significance and the memories had to throw it on there get it another one that's not definitely not on mine but go ahead (laughs) um man this one this one might be on your list but i'm not 100 percent sure based on some of the stuff we've talked about i think it i think it will be but i don't know okay it's march madness okay is that on your list somewhere yeah it is on my list all right all right i'm glad that i mean there's just nothing like I know you were talking about NFL Sunday. There is nothing like those first two days of March Madness oh my when gosh. from noon there's there's at least one, probably two or three games on until like midnight almost, 10 you o'clock. Got, what, 32 games in two days? Yeah. Like, like there's – yeah, it's nothing like it. It's, it's just unbelievable. Now – it's also the hype around it. it. It's a little bit less now that we're out of school, but I remember when it was when we were in high school, part of the excitement of March Madness was there's about 10 games going on while we're at school and some of the teachers are putting it on the screen. Oh, dude, that like, was the best. If you got a here, teacher bro. that would put the game on the screen, that was bro, a jackpot. Like senior year of high school, I was sitting in class, like most classes, I have like I have a game on, even oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it yeah it's so different i mean there were times where uh you know college it would be a a giant lecture or whatever and i'm like all right i completely get this uh pull up what's what's on the march madness boom four games at once each in a quadrant of my computer just checking them all out if a game gets close you blow it up you put that full screen you watch the end of it you go away at halftime you come back now it does i have uh sort of smartened up to the fact that 
while the games in the later rounds are better games, the later rounds kind of stink because you're so juiced up from having all those games that you have 32 games in two days. And then like two days later, you have 16 games in two days or whatever it is. And then once you start getting to like the elite eight, it's just, it feels like there's nothing happening almost because you're going to like, okay, there's two games today and then there's a break. And then there's two, like, it just gets, it feels like it's so spread out. Um, But the sheer pandemonium of those first two days. And this is what I was referring to. And like, there's no chance that like a 16 seed is going to win usually. No, yeah, but, no, no. Um, when you but get, like a, when a you get the seed. inevitable, like one of every three years, Duke is going to lose to a 15. Those games are incredible. Right. Like a, a 16 seed, a 15 seed won't win the whole thing, but they can end a favorite. Yes. Chances in the first game. Yeah. Unbelievable. And like, there are teams that go on runs, right? Like right. plenty of teams that are way low. Um, it's pretty. It's it's craziness. Yeah, it's it's. I don't. Under, I still honestly don't understand how it happened because basketball, to me at least, is a sport where the better team should win more often than not. Like compared to something like hockey where it's a lot a lot can be a lot tighter because of just the the function of the game like basketball if you're a better shooter chances are you're going to make more baskets you know what i mean so the yeah. fact that that a team can it- go like can have such a great season and then lose to this team that got in just because they won their crappy tournament it's just as amazing to me. I mean, yeah, I, I I think it probably has to do with the a the age of players, right? Like, mm, true, 18, 19 year olds. Um, not most of a lot of them. Like college basketball is huge, but they're like the stage is completely true. is much bigger than anything you've ever done. Um, and so there's just, I mean, even like the the seniors, the twenty two year olds, like you're not that old, right? So the right the magnitude of it is pretty crazy. And so I imagine the pressure and it's just teams bring energy for these crazy games. You know, you're a 16 seed playing a one seed, yeah. which they very rarely a 16 seed wins. Only once, are, right? I think so. Yeah. It was just beating Virginia, right? 15 so. happened a couple times. I don't think that's ever happened again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's like some of these teams where it's just, they bring crazy energy. True. You can have an off day shooting. Like true. You can be a better shooter, but sometimes you're just off. So that's crazy. But that's number yeah. five on your list. That is my number five. All right. That's number five on my list as no well. No way. Which oh, is crazy. Oh. We didn't have with the movies. No, we didn't have an exact match. We did. We got it. Number nice. five. For all the stuff you said. And I, the one thing I'll add that's crazy is like so many, most people fill out a bracket. Yeah, true. Like, pretty much most people I know fill out a bracket. Almost everyone. Most of the people that I talk to are filling out a bracket don't pay attention to college basketball. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just how often, yeah. you get, how often you get a group of people to fill out their predictions for, you know, a 64-team tournament when they have no idea any of the teams. Like, it's, they just guess. And yeah. people will do it and for fun. Like, so many people do it without money involved or anything, right? Just right. because it's March Madness. Like, there's just nothing like that in sports. Yeah, um, that is true. 
and it's just pretty cool like it's it's so fun i do being in a group where you all have brackets and everybody's bracket is so different because there's just so many games yeah um and for some reason like i i care about these two teams in the first round colleges that my like maybe haven't even heard of because i picked one of them to win in my bracket that's true so like that yeah like, that I is another care. great point I care about everything. You get just so into that. every single game because un- exactly. unless unless it's two teams that like unless your bracket's already gone and it's two teams. But right. yeah, that's true. And man, it's just two years ago. Oh man, do you remember the Gonzaga UCLA game? Mm-hmm. If if UCLA had won that game, I would have won the whole bracket. And Gonzaga hit a half court shot. They and I remember Killers. being like, oh, man, this that, is right? the this is like this is where it's going to end. UCLA, they're down two. Like, Gonzaga just took the lead. Um, and then they went down and hit a layup with, like, one second left. And I was I was amazed. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm still in it. We're going double. And then this, they just drilled a half court. And it, I was just in disbelief. Dude. I was in disbelief. It's amazing. And I, I've been lucky as a fan where in the last 10 years, my favorite teams played in – three championships right and it like mm-hmm. the villanova one where they hit the buzzer beater just heartbreaking um but then the next year coming back and they won like i can remember watching that game and just being so excited last year unc goes on somewhat of a fairy tale run and then you know what happened who won, who won last year kansas oh yeah right that was kind of a UNC, yeah. UNC started out dominating, dominated right. the first half, and then they just fell apart. And it was just such a, like, uh, Hubert Davis's first year as a head coach, the team was just okay the whole they were year. Like a, they, were they, like, an eight or something? Yeah, eight, like, not a yeah. high seed. And then they just went on this run, Final Four playing against Duke in Coach K's last game ever. We beat him in the Final Four. Like, <laughs> I can't tell you how much joy that oh, brought me. And it was an incredible game. Um, it felt that run was just historic, and I oh, I wanted them to win so bad, but it didn't yeah. happen. So it's all right. Yeah, there's something awesome too about if you if you like support a team and they are not expected to win, those runs are just awesome. Right. When you're just like Syrac- you're Syracuse, had Syracuse has had a few yeah. that have just been awesome to follow. Um, yeah. So that aspect of it is, is awesome too. Yeah, I can't believe we got an exact match. I know that's kind of funny. That's that is funny. crazy. All right, I uh, guess maybe that's where our that's where our interests online. meet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Our, the college sports basketball. <laughs> um, so number four, uh, three and four were the toughest for me. Really? Ranking okay. which one went which which went three which went four. Like okay. I have ones like that. So yeah, my my know. top two it was no doubt that these were the top two and it wasn't that hard for me to put them one, two, mm-hmm. three, four, same thing. They had to be three, four, but like which one is which I could change my mind tomorrow. It's really tough, but four is the NFL playoffs for me. So wild card divisional conference rounds. Um, Not even close to my list, <laughs> which is ridiculous as just as a football, like, absolutely loving football the way I do there's like the playoffs are just the best like there's nothing like the playoffs um in any sport but the fact that it's all one game winner go home every round um it's just 
the playoffs are so hard to make in the NFL. And are they though? Like losing teams have gone in the playoffs. Yeah, but rarely. So from that aspect of it. Okay, but like percentage wise, but like you, the sport. NFL playoffs are you can be a, it's definitely the sport where you uh basketball's had some weird ones too, but it's definitely the sport where you can have like the worst season and still make the like five like five hundred teams are in it until like the last day, right? Like yeah, an that, eight and eight team is that's also because of the competitiveness of the NFL. All right, you know what I'm saying like yeah. But from that aspect of it, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to have a great regular season to get in the playoffs. Record-wise, comparatively to other sports, but it's just because the league isn't lopsided like most other sports are. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, the NBA. To an extent, yeah. The NBA, we got 10 teams that are terrible. You know, like, terrible. You don't have 10 NFL teams that are terrible. Um, Yeah. And it's just the do or die that it's really – I love it. Um, I think it's just interesting the way division winners get the home field um, used to be. I don't like the, I don't like the change that has happened in the NFL, which is probably why this is at four and not three. What's, um, what's the change? Seven teams make it. It used to. Right. Be okay. Yeah. That's a not, weird one. Not as bad as the 17 game season, but bad. Um, I don't, I, I just, I thought it was better when two teams got a first round bye. Where like that second seed still really meant something. You got a first yeah. round by, got the home field in the second game. Um, like the fact that you can be a two seed playing on wild card weekend now, I just don't love. But yeah, I agree with that. Needless to say, it just I love football. I love the playoffs. It's just so electric, and obviously, greatest stretch of human history to be alive as a football fan has been our lifetime. As a Patriots fan. Yeah, I was um, going to say, not if you're not from New England. <laughs> as if you're from fan. anywhere, if you're a fan of any other team. Oh, yeah, it's the you worst. Hate, you've hated it for the last 20 years. But the number of just incredible playoff games we've seen as Patriots fans is just I, – I love the NFL playoffs so much. I do, I do wish that we were more conscious of what was going on when the Patriots were a little bit – Oh. easier to root for i was like from a just a national perspective like i like i the, wish the I patriots weren't hated it wasn't like the empires winning every year yeah. like when it, the patriots were still somewhat an underdog and it was like yeah. a, wow look at this scrappy oh. patriots team wish i wish i could have experienced that 2001 year where yeah. you know they like never won in history came into the year their superstar quarterback gets hurt week two Start out poorly, like nothing seemed like they were it was going their way. And then in the Super Bowl, they play what's supposed to be the start of a dynasty, the greatest team on turf, the Rams. Yeah. And then it was the start of our dynasty. Like, <laughs> wish I could have experienced that. And, and then obviously that in 04 for the Red Sox. Like, if we were born yeah. a little earlier, wish we could have experienced those for real. But yeah. needless to say, NFL playoffs and the week, like you play one game and then it's a week of buildup for the next game. So good. Yeah, that was never coming anywhere near my I know, list, I know I it wasn't. Say. I know it wasn't. Um, I'm surprised that I, th- I feel like I know what, what you've done, but I will say it, it did surprise me a little bit to have to have it at, that at four. Okay. 
I'll, I mean, I, I think I know what you've done, but we'll we'll see. Yeah. Let's say um, it, it, knowing me, it's probably easy enough to predict what the next three would be, seeing what I how I've split stuff up. Yeah, but. I think I know. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> so you mentioned how your number nine, uh, the Christmas Day games, you didn't have it on your list. <laughs> and then I texted you yours. and said, this yeah, is this the is... one I forgot. It's number four. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just didn't consider it. And yeah. I would have been kicking myself if I did not sure. include this, especially the last probably five or six years. It's the Champions League final. Oh. I mean, this man, is a you, global you forgot about spectacle. That. That's crazy. I ha- yeah. yeah, I don't know how I, I did not have this I almost at first. that on my list. It's just, for me, there's nothing like the structure of world football or soccer. We could say soccer because we're American, whatever. Soccer is a British term, by the way. Have you heard that? I did not know that. People from the United Kingdom came up with the word soccer because uh, it was short for association football. So they took from association, the middle part, and made soccer. I like that. I like the fact that the... And now they hate yeah. it. But whatever. Switch. Yeah, it's fine. World soccer, just the setup is is so cool. And the fact that they have a true club world championship, I think is awesome. Unfortunately, mm. it's not typically that competitive. I think only two non-European teams have won, and they're both from South America. So it's just a very, you know, it's it's not necessarily a ceremonial thing, but it's not super competitive, which makes the Champions League almost the de facto like world championship. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you still have to go win the actual one, but the team that wins the Champions League is considered the best team in the world at that yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, and just this this concept of taking the best teams from domestic leagues and then playing them against each other until you have just one team. I don't know. I just love it. And I, I respect what they do with their league system. And, you know, you just rack up points until you find a champion. But for someone that has grown up with playoffs, basically having a year long playoff to decide who is the best of the best is awesome to me. So it's there's something really it's, cool about it for yeah, sure. And, and as I mean, most of our sports are series. So when we get to the finals, it's not as much of a spectacle as it could be. Um, yeah, but there's something the, about having to be that one game. It's a it's a completely neutral site. Typically, occasionally it will be like a you know you'll get like a English team at Wembley Stadium or something like that. But you have these, like I said before, it's like an English team and a German team or an English team and a Spanish team. Those are the best because you have like these different styles of play coming mm-hmm. against each other. It's a little bit tougher when it's like England versus England because it's eh, it's like, uh, all right. They used to do it, and I almost wish that they went back to it. They used to do it where it was only the champions. So it wasn't like one through four. It was only the league winners, um, which was makes it like a true Champions League. But I, I like certain things about how they do it now. and um, Yeah, but it would also feel wrong like Liverpool finishing second in the Premier League. Like that team's so good right. to not have them in the Champions League, and then maybe they're winning the Premier League the next year. Like I feel like you have to have it the way. Right. It it, I do like being. I like that you get to see all these teams. 
it's a little bit weird when a team wins the Champions League and finishes like sixth in their domestic league because it's like, all right, are they are they really the best or the structure? You know, at times, I mean, that's the playoff structure though. Sometimes, yeah. who we know is the best team is not actually the winner because of the way that's set up. But yeah, it's just such a spectacle, and um, it, it's something that over the last few years I try to set aside. I try to not make plans during the Champions League final. It doesn't always work out, but I yeah. try to set aside time to watch that. So yeah, I right. cannot believe I almost forgot it. That's crazy. I cannot believe it. It's probably because you haven't seen your favorite team playing it in so long. So I know, but I do have I do have memories of it. <laughs> My favorite team has one though. So uh they have. you know, we yeah. have that. I don't know how Fair many of your team has one, but Fair enough. um this is the year though. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> Okay, so for you, you had, you were saying you had trouble deciding three and four. Is that right? Yeah. For me, two and three, it's all like they're pretty much the same on like the same level. I don't I don't really know how to. It's tough because I think there there are aspects of both. I think number three, as a whole, the MLB playoffs. Um, if we were doing, I don't know how we would do this, but if we were doing just like the finals for some reason, MLB would probably be two. But really? I think as a whole, like the World yeah. Series would probably be would probably yeah, my yeah. second most anticipated. But right. as a whole, I think I have to put them at three, which I'll explain more when we talk about my two. But I mean, like you're saying earlier, like. <sighs> When October rolls around and it, it's crisp, the air is crisp. Um, there's just something a little bit different. It's a different style of play. I, I yeah. feel like it's one of the more noticeable sports in terms of style. every sport kind of it takes a little bit something different to win in the playoffs. But mm-hmm. baseball, you can really see how that is like teams will drop down a bunt here where they wouldn't in the right. You can just see that each game means so much more partially mm-hmm. because the value, the value of games in the playoffs is just so much more than the regular season with the 162 games. I mean, you know, if you lose one, you know that you have hundred more or whatever. Yeah. Um, whereas in the playoffs, sometimes with these new, with the new format, some of these teams are, they could be out in two games. Um, so it's, it's just, it's just awesome. And like you were saying with the Patriots, luckily I was not born any earlier than I was because I don't even know what it would have felt like to be a Red Sox fan, but being born when I was, I can somewhat remember when like the the early days of like 0405 and then certainly 07 13 is forever imprinted because of what it meant to the city. And then mm. 18 was just such a cool experience being at college. And 18 was weird because I was like the baseball, like out okay. of the people I was hanging out with at the time, I was, the, I liked baseball the most. So mm-hmm. people, it was like, a, right, okay, right, right. I, I got to sit right in the front center of the couch. Like people, it mm-hmm. was me and like a couple other people that were right sure. there. Um, but yeah, it, it playoff baseball is just so cool. And the graphics team, I, I don't, I have a lot of issues with some of the broadcasters and stuff, but the graphics teams for Fox and TBS 
when it comes to the playoffs, they nail it. They throw the leaves on there. They get the yeah. vibes going. Uh, it's just a great time of the year. And I know a lot of people are, will already be in, in football mode or basketball mode, but for me, like, I cannot even really care about those other sports until the final pitch of the World Series has been thrown. And one more thing, baseball has one of the top two celebrations in sports. Because you get a true, you can, it's one of the only sports where you can get a true dog pile. And when that final out is thrown and you just see hats and gloves and masks just flying in the air. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have seen like the the zoomed out shots of baseball teams celebrating are just awesome. So as a big fan of celebrations, baseball has always had that spot for me. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But, all right, my number three. Very tough, as I mentioned, with number four, but it's the NBA playoffs. Uh, <laughs> could have been predicted. I, I just like, – like basketball and football are just set apart from all the other sports for me. It's the way it's always been. And so it has to be – these have to both be at the top. They're the if I could critique, I know a lot of people think the NBA playoffs are tough because they are so long. They um, are super long, yeah. NHL rides the same way, but it literally will take like two months from the start. Personally, I think the first round should be best of five, which I think it was at one time. Oh, I just really? feel like that would make it a little better. I think so back in like the huh. 80s, uh, maybe even 90s. Could be wrong, but I think so. Um, I just feel like that first round should be best of five. I think it'll make it a little bit better but I just love there's something about playing a best of seven series where like you got to battle it out and over a stretch of games like you got to prove that you're the better team um nothing like game sevens that are just so crazy with the way that it's been built up Mm -hmm. and I man I just love every day I'm sitting there I'm watching playoff basketball for two months every night pretty much I'm watching playoff basketball so you get to the finals and they do like three years in between. <laughs> yeah, the finals is tough. Um, but the man, I just and the number of great series. I remember a couple years ago, two years ago, that Brooklyn Nets Milwaukee Bucks series was so good. The Bucks Celtics series this year, so good. Celtics Heat this year, like I there's basketball is my favorite sport at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's very close between football, but it is my favorite. And so that when it comes playoff time and the way the game is played, like we talk about baseball is so different. You know, the lineups get shortened. Defense really matters. It becomes much more of a half court game. It's, you can see that there's like more of a chess match going on. Every possession matters so much. Um, I love it. I, some of my best memories or the Thunder dominating in the playoffs. Some of my worst memories of the Thunder blowing leads in the playoffs. So, like, I've just felt the weight, like the emotions that you feel with it are so high. It has been getting better recently. Oh, yeah. Um, But uh, definitely not as good as it was, I would say. Like, I feel like it's not at its peak. I feel like it was, I feel like, really, really, really good kind of late. 2000s early 2010s sort of time mm-hmm. and then 
the LeBron and and Warriors thing was right. I mean, that was. I mean, it certainly was horrible. It was. Horrible. I wasn't even like bothering. Uh, now I'll I'll turn on the games kind of thing if I have if I'm if I'm not busy and whatever I'm looking for something to watch. But when that stuff was happening, I wasn't even bothering. Three years of a wasted time without a doubt. But yeah. it's at a point now where there's a lot of teams. They're getting that back are to it. Good, and it looks like, like last year in the East, legitimately those top four seeds, any four of them could have made the finals, and I'm not surprised. You know. Um, mm-hmm. I would have been surprised if the Mavericks made the finals last year, but they went on a run. Like they made the Western Conference finals, um, beat the best team in the league that year, record wise, beating the Suns, killed them in game seven. Like I can't, that game seven, there's, I cannot think of a game in my life that has been more unexpected than that one. Um, that was the one they lost by like 40 or something. Yeah. Just destroyed them. Yeah. It was unreal. Um, yeah, if, I think if, if there is a if there is a critique of the NBA playoffs right now, I think that it still could be a little bit more competitive, like in terms of yeah. upsets and stuff. I feel like it it does have that problem where, like I know the Mavericks went on a run, but like in the East, especially, I feel like you know there were teams that it was like there's no they just shouldn't even be here kind of yeah. thing, um, which which is natural because. You let eight teams from each conference make it. There's always going to be teams that it's just like, yeah, it's getting back to a right, decent right. spot. But yeah, like it was interesting this year because the Celtics were a two seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two seed, and they're playing the Brooklyn Nets as a seven. And people were saying even with them as a seven, the Brooklyn Nets could win the finals. Obviously, it ended up being not very <laughs> competitive, but cool. um, but even still, like all four of those games were good. You know, like they mm-hmm. swept them, but it wasn't – sometimes the, the closeness of each game also matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like that, that series was way more competitive. It was a close game. sweep. Yeah. Right. Then, then like a five-game series where a team steals one, but they get killed four times. Like that's, right. that's worse. That series was different. Um, right. But love it. And then my number two is the NBA Finals. Yeah, um, I had a feeling – I had a feeling this is how you were going to pull this off. The the reason I separated them, uh, and I thought about doing like NBA playoffs as a whole as one, like you did with baseball. I'm assuming I know what your number two is. Um, Uh Like the the championship, the finals are just so different. The feel of them is so different from the playoffs. Like the feel of the Western Conference finals and the semifinals is different, but it's not crazy. Um, the TV setup of the finals, the graphics, it's all, everything's completely different. Mm-hmm. And those, like those games, part of it probably is the space in between each game where it feels, it just feels completely different. It feels like it's way more important. And obviously it is, it's the championship, but it's. Yeah. I don't know how they do that the, because the, it, it isn't quite that. It, I would say that is among the sports with, with series. The NBA Finals probably does the best job of Where it stands out separating it from the rest of the playoffs for some exactly. reason. Exactly, exactly. Um, Maybe it's just because it, it's on ESPN and that's for like the week leading up to it. That's all they talk about or something. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> like watching the Celtics Warriors was way different than watching the Celtics Heat, Celtics yeah. Bucks, and those were amazing series with teams that could win the finals like that. But just the the actual finals felt so so different um 
and the iconic performances that you we've had in the finals over the years. I mean, obviously what Curry did this year, unbelievable. What Giannis did in game, like the clinching game, especially against the Suns, 50 points. And I think like six or seven blocks, something like that. Um, maybe the most outrageous thing I've ever seen where he was horrible free throw shooter. And he went like 17 of 18 or something from the line in the game six. Um, obviously, LeBron has had incredible finals performances. Kawhi with the Raptors. Like, it's my favorite sport and it's the best of my favorite sport. Um, hard to, it has to be in the yeah. top two. I had a feeling, one. I had a feeling it was going, if this is the direction you were going. Yeah. Um, when you had the NFL playoffs at four, I had a feeling that yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I've had your top three, like correct yeah. from that yeah. point. Yeah. Um, I, I will say four? the NBA finals got on my, they got on my paper. It was a quick mm -hmm. cross out, but it at least yeah. was in the, it was in the, yeah. I, I thought of it. I mean, you were texting me, you were watching this year. You were, I was watching attention. it because it was the Celtics. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get a little bit back into basketball because I do have fond memories of, like I was saying, like the late 2000s, early mm -hmm. 2010s, was kind of Celtics and Lakers going back and forth. I have fond memories of that time. So mm -hmm. now that now that the uh, biggest fraud in sports has kind of seemed to move on, um, hey, I don't know. I, I he's, think he's not. He's I think not the sport yet. is uh, is getting back to a good place. So there you go. fortunately, there you the go. Celtics didn't didn't pull it out, but uh, yeah. yeah. So. All right. My number two is the Stanley Cup playoffs. Mm -hmm. And what I meant with the World Series was if I was just doing the finals from an overall just without knowing who's in it, I would probably be more excited for the World Series because of the history and the special feeling of it that we we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Whereas there have been Stanley Cups that not that I'm not excited for them, mm -hmm. but sort of just like when uh when when the Penguins and the Predators played, it was sort of like, yeah, it's the Stanley Cup, but it's not two teams that I'm super invested in who wins. Uh, it would have been cool for the Predators to win, but it wasn't like the, big, the biggest deal when the Penguins won. Mm -hmm. But just as a whole, for some reason, the Stanley Cup playoffs are just great and maybe it's because there's more games because there's more teams in and, and or something like that so those first couple rounds are just really exciting to watch i almost i honestly on the paper i have it at three and i have the mlb at two but i made a quick audible quick switch okay because because i was just really thinking about it but i don't like the current format of the stanley cup playoffs like the previous where it was just one through eight the way basketball does it was just so much better I agree. I hate that they're trying to force rivalries. It has worked to an extent, but it, they've almost gone overkill. It almost was something that could have worked if they'd done it like three years in a row, bang, 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 and got rid of it because the Bruins and Leafs do hate each other. But at this point, it's almost like, okay, we've beat them three or four years in a row. Us yeah. beating them, the satisfaction of stopping them from moving on has decreased so drastically that – that it's kind of like the the difference there 
if they were to beat the Bruins, their fan base, it would be the biggest deal in the world. Mm-hmm. But we don't have as much of a stake in it other than let's just get past them into the next round at this point because yeah. we've been there and done that almost. Yeah. But playoff hockey, I mean, I mean it's yeah. just so insane. You have – it. I mean – so hockey and basketball are great because they're inside. So the noise is all contained. It's some of the loudest mm-hmm. atmospheres in sports. Hockey is so great because you're not you're not scoring every minute. You, that you could go sixty minutes without seeing a goal and then get one in overtime. And, and all that excitement Ooh. has been building for three periods, and it's just tense. And then you see that puck go in, and it's just an absolute explosion of noise. It's just it's just such a special atmosphere. They used to do some special things. It used to be every team got a spotlight for the playoffs, even if you did it in the regular season. Uh, they used to have the playoffs on the ice, which was really cool. Some of that yeah. stuff, they, they've kind of stepped it back a little, but it, it's just such a cool time of the year. And just and eight- it's kind of the equal to your NBA playoffs. You and me, like it's the same time of the year, our two of our favorite yeah. sports. It's just such a cool time. Right. And uh, an eight seed is one, the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Right? The Kings are an eight seed. The Kings that's, were an eight seed. The Kings were nuts. an eight seed, and I believe that was the year. they. It was an eight seed and a six seed in the finals. That's, really? a, gr- that's a great thing about, like we were like, saying, you'll, you'll basketball, never... the only, like one of the critiques is that it might, it's not super competitive sometimes. The NHL, literally any yeah. one of those 16 teams could win it. There are years like this year. The Lightning and the Avalanche, that was a pretty chalk Stanley Cup final. You could have easily predicted those two teams. You could have right. easily predicted the Avalanche to win it. A lot right. of people did. But if if one of those teams got upset, it would not have been the biggest surprise in the world. The year before the Lightning went on this crazy run that they're on, they got swept by the eight seed. They were one of the wow. best teams in NHL history, and they got swept out of the first round. So it's Crazy. you just never yeah, you'll, know. You'll what's never, you'll happen. never see that in basketball. Yeah, you, know? you just never know what's going to happen in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I'm say, I, I want to say there's only been one team ever in NBA history that won the finals that wasn't a top three seed. Really? Maybe it's top four. Wow, I I did not know that. I know a five seed has never won. I know a seven seed and eight seed has never won. The six seed that won it was the Rockets in the 90s, and it was their second year in a row. So they won it the year before for a great wow. team. The team kind of got shaken up. There was like a trade. Um, and so it was kind of like the team was just out of sorts for uh-huh. a lot of the season. But they had just won the championship. They had the pieces, and they put it together as a sixth seed and won the finals. Wow. I don't think – I did I'm, not know I, that. I kind of think a four seed has never won it, but I could be wrong. Um hmm. Yeah, in the Stanley Cup, like yeah, anything different, could very different. Anything yeah. can happen. Um, and then my number one is the World Cup, mm-hmm. and there's a part of me that feels a little bit bad that my third favorite sport has the top spot, mm-hmm. but I just don't think it's. I think it has to be there. It's. I, I mentioned it with my number 10 with the Olympics. I just love international sports because there's just something special to me about seeing people represent the country that you're born in, as opposed to being drafted by a team or signing by a team. And 
you have to wear those colors, you know that everyone suiting up in that tournament has a biological or a heritage associated with that country. And that is just so cool in those kinds of events. Mm -hmm. And to me, the World Cup is the international event even above the olympics because it has separated itself from the olympics if that makes sense Mm -hmm. because it has been able to independently establish itself as the most important tournament in sports i feel like it's not crazy to say that if you asked any any soccer player whether they would rather win uh you know a premier league or champions league or any whatever their domestic league is or the world cup i feel like it's not crazy to think that they would give up any domestic trophy for a world cup because the the other thing about the world cup is you're unless you're you know messi ronaldo or a generational player you're probably only playing in two or three at most so you have a very limited amount of chances yeah yeah it's just and and like you said, it's just a special time of the year. Typically, it's the summer. I'm a little bit skeptical about this one. It's just it's just such a weird feeling to have it coming the, up. It's not the same the, kind of vibe. Um, the corrupt the corruption yeah. that's so blatant with this. They one. should have scrapped this a long time ago, really. But it's still a yeah. World Cup. And going back and watching old World Cups are it's some of the most nostalgic things you can do because somehow. maybe it's the graphics maybe i don't even know what it is but going back and watching old world cup highlights almost just brings you back to that world cup and the feelings that you're there and the the distinct feelings associated with each world cup whether it's uh russia or brazil or south africa it's just it's just something special about the world cup where you can have separate feelings associated with each tournament and I mean, some of the most famous moments in all of soccer history are at the World Cup, of course. Yeah. I, I even remember, I I didn't start watching soccer really thoroughly until probably 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. I vividly remember watching the Zidane headbutt when I was six years old. And that's something that I've never forgotten. Even before I started watching soccer, I just, I that just stuck out to me. I could just tell that that was such a big moment. I didn't really know why at the time. I didn't really understand who Zidane was, how how yeah. good he was. But that moment was just able to connect with me as someone who didn't even like soccer at the time, really. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad it made it onto your list because it's it's my Fantastic. number one. Yeah, um, it's just it's just the it's it's the biggest spectacle in all of sports in my opinion in worldwide yeah. and and that's yeah. the other crazy thing is is it's the most watched event yeah in the world and I, that was i remember hearing that for the first time and being shocked because you know it, it's not huge here and i was like oh well what's going on but it's just such a worldwide event that that yeah. it gets to that spot and i know what your number one is but go ahead it's the super bowl yeah <laughs> it has to be um so I said basketball is my favorite sport, which is true, um, but it's so close. And the thing about the Super Bowl is the one, like one game, kind of gives it the edge over the NBA Finals for me, 
which ironically, I feel like if you made the NBA playoffs single game do or die, it would make it worse. And if there was a way to make the NFL playoff series, I think it would make the NFL worse. Um, but it's just such a spectacle that Super Bowl Sunday. It has the two weeks of lead up to it um, that are just incredible. I mean, the scale of an event that the Super Bowl is, right? World Cup, obviously worldwide. There's other things worldwide that are bigger. But as far as in the United States, like the Super Bowl is a yeah. borderline a holiday. Um, I just side note, Josh Allen, I saw he's, he is proponent for them adding a second bye week to the NFL season. He really thinks they should give teams two bye weeks. I hated the idea, except for the fact that now it would mean that every year the Super Bowl is the day before President's Day. And I think oh, that would be then you get the amazing. day. Off. I think it would be amazing if they did that. Huh. But um, I mean, you think about just the amount it costs to purchase a time slot to have a commercial yeah. in the Super Bowl. Like Oof. it is on a scale like nothing else in the US. Um, and it's funny what you said about the Zidane headbutt, because for me, my first memories of being a sports fan are the 2006 NFL season. And I can like remember the Patriots blowing the 21 to three lead to the Colts in the AFC championship. And I can like, remember my dad shutting off the game and I like cried. Like I vividly remember that. <laughs> See, I also remember that season, but I just remember Devin Hester running back the kickoff, which is what I was going to say. So I remember <laughs> that Super Bowl, Devin Hester running back the kickoff. Oh um, man, Devin Hester, dude. <laughs> remember legend. Remember those legend. like five years or whatever it was? Like he burned brightly, but it was what, short. What what he did as a returner is Deion Sanders is the only one that can compare, but yeah. I don't think he's like Deion's Devin Hester is in a world of his own. But um and also just I can tell you what happened in every Super Bowl going back to like the 80s. So lots of which I have not experienced. Mm-hmm. Um but I still can like with detail give you every Super Bowl that's happened in our lifetime, which I can't necessarily do in the finals. Almost I can for the NBA. But um, I just remember watching each of them. And obviously every Super Bowl has had extra weight as a fan because for the vast majority of my life, the Super Bowl was either a game the Patriots played or a game that the Patriots were incredibly close to playing in. Yeah. So I'm watching the team that eliminated them two weeks prior. Like that's the majority of the games. Um, Do you think two weeks is too much? I kind of think it works. The week off, the week off just adds, adds something. And it just, um, the buildup of like the media day for it that week before, it's pretty incredible. Obviously, what they do in that bye week with the Pro Bowl has been a disgrace for years, but they're changing it, so that's good. Yeah. Um, and, and also, I think, which in our lifetime, the number of incredible Super Bowls is really high. For a long time, this, there's a lot of like blowouts, a lot of bad games. In our lifetime, how many games have been blowouts? 2002, Bucks Raiders. Um, Seahawks Broncos was a blowout, yeah, which we Fucking... which we watched. Yes, we did. We were at my house. That was my birthday. There we go. And we <laughs> and also I remember. I remember my 
my dad went out to get the pizza, and by the time he got back, it was like fourteen to two or yeah, something. Yeah, it was over. It was <laughs> first first play of the game, I think, was the safety snapped yeah, over Manning's like head. That was ugly, quick. Yeah. Um, and then Bucks Chiefs a couple years ago. Other than that, mm-hmm. it's like incredible game. Like every Super Bowl the Patriots have played in has been really good. Um, Except for the Rams one. But, the second Rams one, I feel like. It was, it was a close game, but it wasn't a – I wouldn't say it was a good game. It was a good defensive game, but it yeah, was close. I guess. Um, I think it, it – Yeah. It wasn't like a – you know how there are there are defensive games where it's like, oh, man, the defenses are really showing up today. Like this is a – I feel like the, the previous national championship was kind of like that until like the last quarter. Like the mm-hmm. defenses were just going all out. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but – the Patriots Rams, it just felt like the offenses were stinking for some reason. I don't, I don't know yeah. why it felt I, I, like that, but it was yeah. just, I just remember that game. It was like, all right, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. I get it. But um, I mean, the Patriots Rams in 01, historic upset game winning field goal. Two years later, later, game winning field goal. And that Super Bowl, people like, was one of the weirdest Super Bowls ever, where the first like 27 minutes, offenses could not do anything and then they scored like 20 something combined points in the last like two minutes of that game was that the was that the panthers one yeah panthers um obviously the 07 super bowl is iconic for bad reasons um i mean 2012 where it comes down to the 49ers are on the goal line and they get stopped four plays in a row um Maybe not the goal line, maybe goal to go scenario, but with right the blackout, there, yeah, right there with the blackout half, <laughs> halfway through. Um, the Patriots, Falcons, Patriots, Seahawks. Yeah. Um, Eagles one was a good game Eagles from a, a, from a inc- neutral standpoint. Inc- incredible game. This past year was was, was pretty good. Bengals yeah, Rams. Would have loved good... to see the Bengals pull it out, but it was a solid game. I agree. Yeah, the some horrible officiating is what bothered me about this one, where there's game-changing plays that there were blatantly missed calls um yeah that bothers me but um the officials have been tough recently yeah, i would yeah. say um but even like the chiefs 10-point comeback in the fourth quarter against the 49ers like that's that's a great game um another one we were at your house for panthers broncos yep like not not a great game but a good game uh, you know like yeah. close game throughout there's just been so many um that it just the Super Bowl has to take my top spot. Yeah, I had a feeling that would have been my my guess. I was a little bit nervous that you might go Finals over Super Bowl, but I was my guess was that it would be You're Super nervous. Bowl then Finals because not not necessarily nervous, but like uh, I th- I thought I had it and I was like ah, he might do this okay, okay. and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. throw me off here, but no. that's what I thought. All right, did you have any? Was there stuff that almost made the list that didn't yeah. quite make it? Should we go? Stanley. Do you want to run through our list first, or do you, should we run through the honorable mentions? Sort of. I say run through honorable mentions. All right, we'll let's go through the honorable so, mentions. I have I have two honorable mentions. Okay. One of them was the Champions League final. Okay. Um, I it it didn't belong on my list, but I was thinking about it. Like, yeah, that's fair. I, ha- I think I have you. I have not watched. Like I I watched one at your house. I don't remember which one that year was. I feel like you yeah. you'll follow it, but you won't necessarily. If it's on, you might watch it, but yeah. you won't go like, seek it out. My favorite team was in the final a couple years ago. I didn't watch that game. Like, yeah. <laughs> they I, like and they did lose, but 
Um, so that one didn't belong. The other one that was really close is the Stanley Cup playoffs. Okay. Um, just because playoff hockey, I think if, if I was just talking objectively, I think it's the best playoffs in American sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish I liked hockey more than I do. It's the weirdest thing. Like, I wish I was a big hockey fan, but I just – and maybe it's the fact that the NBA playoffs are at the same time. Yeah, that could be. But it's just I'm not really watching it um, unless the Bruins are playing. Um, and so that's why I just everything else that was on there is like I'm watching this pretty consistently. So it was close, but I just couldn't quite. And I think, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Tough. Um, I had, a, I had a bunch of them. Uh, the Euros, I mean, I just think yeah. that's a cool tournament, but – I don't think there was enough. There's room for for both on here. MLB All Star Game really wanted to put it on there because one of the coolest, coolest traditions was when every player would wear their own team's jersey. You'd have the mismatch of all the teams, but they don't do that anymore. And they used to. It used to have. It used to be just by far the best All Star Game. I think it probably still is the best All Star Game because it's the closest thing to the actual sport. Yeah, but yeah. yeah but it used to be for something players used to be going all out. I mean, there have been uh, collisions at the plate during the all-star game because people are going all out. Not quite that anymore. So I couldn't put it on there. I don't like the fact that it could have determined a world series though. I, I understand why it shouldn't from a competitive standpoint, but it kind of was a cool quirk. No, absolutely cool. But it like, yeah, if I was from a fan standpoint, I loved it. If I was a player, and I, I was in games right. – if I was headed to game six because they do the 2-3-2, two, two, if I was headed to game six knowing that my next two games were on the road because a bunch of dudes that that aren't here not right there. now lost right. the game, yeah. I would have been mad. But from a yeah. fan standpoint, I thought it was cool. Sure, sure. Um, Little League World Series is just a really cool event. It's mm. – if we had done this – again, if we had done this as kids, it would have been in my top ten because I loved it. But now watching it, it's sort of – it's not quite the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the Super Bowl. I had the NBA Finals. The World Baseball Classic, again, international competition. Mm-hmm. It hasn't quite established itself yet, but every time it's there, I'll, I'll get really excited for it. It's coming up yeah. next summer or next okay. winter kind of thing. It's a weird one because it's it's kind of off-season. Sure. But sure. Um, And then the Bean Pot kind of cool college turn college tournament and haven't been as as up on it recently though and then the last one was the world junior championship for hockey which is another one if i was younger probably would have had it in there uh just the best junior players like 20 year olds from all around the world it's super cool um but yeah those are those are my honorable mentions all right should we we've been this is this is a long one um Hopefully people, <laughs> hopefully people will find it interesting. But uh, yeah. let's let's run through our top ten. I got Winter Olympics, College World Series, uh, NCAA hockey tournament, Winter Classic, Summer Olympics, March Madness, the Champions League final, the MLB playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs, and the World Cup. I had Duke versus UNC, Christmas <laughs> Day basketball, World Series, World Cup. NFL opening Sunday, March Madness, NFL playoffs, NBA playoffs, the NBA finals, and the Super Bowl. Definitely so, different lists. I Definitely had three 
events that were not football and basketball. <laughs> How many did we overlap on? We had three. We'll, we'll say World. the so the World Cup, March Madness, and then like the the MLB playoffs, World Series. Was, we'll count that as an overlap. Yeah, I Most can't believe I can't believe we nailed it. On that was March beautiful. Madness. That was yeah. great. I love that. But Ooh. all right, that was interesting. Hey. You you had, you caught me by surprise with a few of those. I know I did. I know I did. Duke nice. UNC to start it was. Uh, yeah, that was a bold move. Yeah, it was. That was a crazy move. I, I, I was happy it. with. I knew it would be, and I'm happy I did it. But good, good. Uh, all, all right. right. That was, I don't. That was I don't fun. know what our next one's going to be. But... We'll have to. We'll have to decide after we finish the recording. But yeah, that was a long one. Uh, hopefully, it was interesting though. It was. It was a good. Good one to talk about though. Super, I feel like it's. It's something that's. A, we don't Very really. Unique. Yeah think about it that consciously but i feel like it's there subconsciously yeah. for everyone so kudos yeah. to you for thinking of it I'll thank like you it. thank you uh hopefully hopefully the next one will maybe we'll do a shorter one next time do like maybe. a top yeah. five or something yeah we, but, we have a couple top fives on here we'll roll yeah with that. <laughs> but i think this was an interesting one so hopefully yeah. people enjoyed it but uh yeah that, that's it for this one good stuff I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Rankin Debate Podcast. If you did, if you would be so kind as to subscribe, if you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, if you're on YouTube, if you would be so kind as to leave a like on the video, that would be amazing. Or if you're listening to it on a podcast service, uh, please, you know, rate the show or share it with a friend. It would mean a lot to us. We really enjoy talking about this stuff. So if you think a friend would enjoy it, if you wouldn't mind mentioning it to them and sending them our way, that would just be awesome. Otherwise, hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening. I hope you had a good time.